Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome back to this episode of The Pulse. My name is Rachel, and I am so excited to be sitting down with Ollie and Mac from the Illuminations. They're from the University of Exeter. They're a mixed collegiate or university group, and they have recently released an EP, which we're here to talk about today. So welcome to Ollie and Mac. How are you folks doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, doing very well, very well. Just got back from Edinburgh, so tired, but very happy. Excellent. So I would love to hear more about this EP from the Ashes and sort of what was the impetus or why was it the right time now to lay something down? It was obviously post-COVID and we were, as a group, trying to figure out something that we could do, something that we could release. Because obviously during COVID, we couldn't meet up, we couldn't rehearse together, we couldn't perform together and we couldn't do competitions. So we thought that it was a good time to record an EP. So we obviously waited till lockdown was over, but then we went to one of our old MD's rooms where he'd hung up a microphone in his in his wardrobe and had various duvets and other sound insulating devices so that we can get the best quality sound, recorded it. And then because, so we went to the Edinburgh Fringe last year and financially we were probably more successful than expected. So we as a group had the money and because of the recording, the content, which meant we could put out the EP that we'd all worked so hard to get together. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that financial aspect is like a, a big burden. So, I mean, that's a huge relief. I imagine that gave you some choices. Was it hard then to choose to do an EP versus multiple singles versus maybe a longer album? Was that a financial only choice or were there other elements involved? I think in, in t- obviously that's a, it's definitely a big factor because it's a, you know, it's expensive for any anyone to put out music especially when you're kind of a university group that's kind of got to make sure you're you know you're leaving enough in the in the tank for other projects and, and then successive years and things like that and also especially when you're relying on what the previous year has left for you but yeah I think I think also I think four songs is kind of the perfect amount we had so the of the four tracks on the EP two of them so two of them we had been songs we've been doing for since my first year so at the time we've been doing them for two years and then two of them were new songs we were about to take to to fringe so it was kind of for me those four songs quite nicely bookended that period of my time in the group because it was the two songs from my first year and the two songs from my second year until and that we'd taken to the two songs we first two songs we'd done in the ICCAs in my first year and Max as well and the second two songs we were planning on taking to fringe for last year and so that kind of I think that was kind of part of the decision but I mean we would love to at some point do a full album it's just about getting the time together to lay that down and and also obviously the material as well I mean it's not obviously for lack of repertoire that you guys have a pretty deep bench and I wonder you know in terms of how you chose the songs that you wanted to record or you want how did you guys decide so I think the decision actually came quite naturally. I actually think there was a lot more discussion within the committee over the order of four songs than there was about actually what four songs were in. I mean, as Ollie said, so A Different Kind of Human was arranged by the MD that we had in first and second year, Gemma Preston, and also soloed by her. And it was the first song I remember, like, falling in love with in the group. One of the first songs we learned in my first year. The song that made me uh, fall in love with a cappella, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, she did it 
so unbelievably well and it was always the song that people commented on and the song that we got highest marks for in competition and things like that so that was a very solid and easy choice and then another song that we chose was many of horror which was our ending song in our icca icca set in first year it's a very big song and it was also arranged by the other md too which meant that again it was quite like a firm fan favorite it had a key change in which is always quite nice and spicy (laughs) to have and obviously easier to do when you're recording and not doing it live although Uh, some of the outtakes of me trying to sing the key change are quite amusing Ooh, we've got some good (laughs) mean recording of ollie maybe very high and i I, so i sang the solo in that particular one and on one of the takes it was just me and mac recording it in a bedroom somewhere and i had the mother of all voice cracks (laughs) (laughs) i think that might be the b film that you need to release yeah yeah Yeah. you can find that on on our youtube and then the other two songs we did were Thinking About You. And so, uh, unfortunately, so I wasn't meant to solo that song. It was meant to be our old producer, but he actually got a problem with his voice, so I had to have an operation and couldn't sing. Selfishly, I was like, oh, good, I get the solo. But obviously, it was it was, it was tougher for him, but that was, you know, his song, and it was his solo at Fringe, and being the producer of the group, it's not right that he should be on it. And it's also, again, a fan favourite. It was arranged by Gemma again, and she's so good that everyone loves singing and we always really loved it as a group and then finally diamonds was the song we did so in the act for the iccas in the year where covid was really bad it was all online so you had you did a one song music video as opposed to like a three song in-person set and diamonds is the song that we chose to do for that so again it was an it was a natural progression for it to go into this ep yeah yeah what were for you all some of the challenges about doing this recording and what were some of the surprises you encountered definitely the fact that we were obviously we were trying to do it while so we were doing in in last year a lot of the recording happened so that would so covid was still you know, we were in and out of restrictions and stuff. And it was kind of, it, we were in a space in the UK where you didn't have to, you could still meet in groups. So obviously we were allowed to, we were allowed to meet and do the, and do the recording. And, but obviously we couldn't really, we didn't have access to any kind of a studio or anything. We were uh, an, an amazing guy called Adam, as a company called the AC Product. And he does lots of acapella stuff in the UK. He was mixing it for us, obviously, because it was a bit of a lockdown EP. It was all done virtually. So we would record it. Like Mike was saying, literally in someone's bedroom. It was a, it was a Max student house in his uh, in his wardrobe, literally with a, a duvet over the door to kind of give some sound casting. So that was in itself a bit tricky. So we were a bit limited by kind of the technology we had, the the mics we had as well. And then the other big factor was basically halfway through recording it, Tuvshan, who was doing the recording for us, he got COVID, and so we we had to anyone who'd been at his house that week recording it had to isolate. So that was a bit of a lava. On top of that, we had to have could only record the people that were actually in Exeter. We had members of the group, not only in other places of the country, but also abroad, which yeah. meant it even harder for them to get their recordings in. Obviously, you want everyone in the group, but at the end of the day, you need a good quality recording. And if people don't have access to microphones... So I remember there was a microphone that was being given round everyone in London and shared around all the people there so that they could record on it. I think at the time, we had members spanning three continents. We had someone in South Africa, no, sorry, Zimbabwe, and we also had someone in Hong Kong, all, all, all trying to kind of record and send and send bits over. So some of it was done... I think some of the stuff that was done in in other countries was done literally on on an iPhone. To be honest, it was a real kind of was, that was a real challenge getting everyone to record their bits virtually and yeah. well, not virtually from from a distance, I suppose. Yeah, in addition to the time difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, on top of it, it was it was just harder because although I think the leaders and, and committee of the group in our second year did really really well, 
it was really hard to teach a cappella over a laptop. Nice. So to get people to send the right audio in without seeing them was a challenge. But the su- I would argue that the surprise was is I th- so I think with a cappella, especially because we didn't have as big of a role as in recording it, you only really heard what you sang in isolation. So I guess the big surprise was for me whenever we then heard a track, even if it wasn't mastered or mixed properly, but you finally heard all of the lines together and you got to hear, you know, what this song actually sounds like was a really cool surprise. And every time I always really liked it. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen to one of those songs. We're going to be hearing the Illuminations do a different kind of human from their From the Ashes EP. Here it is. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. That was wonderful. And I imagine, you know, to your point of hearing that all together and singing your individual pieces, that coming together must have been really a, a huge, I don't know, like a way for you to feel connected in, in a time when maybe you couldn't be as connected as you wanted to be. Massively. I think also because given, so there was a, <clears throat> quite a long time in the making, we started recording for it, I think probably, oh, when would it have been, Mac? Like, 20 March 2021 or is that yeah yeah I would say to it coming out you know about a month about a month ago in I think it was July that it came out so over a year about a year that it took and and in, in that time obviously because of how the academic school year works you know people on that group who who sang in that group graduated you know so there's people who are singing on that P that I haven't you know there's quite a special relationship in, in, in a group and when you sing together and there's people in that group who I haven't sung with in a long time and being so being able to listen to that and kind of hear our voices together is quite a it's quite a lovely thing and it's like I said you know there's people who are all over the country you know in other countries and we have that now that kind of physical you know the recording of us, of, of us all together it's lovely yeah I, I imagine too it must have given you an opportunity to sing with folks that you might not have a chance to sing with again because you weren't together then and they've moved on in their careers definitely yeah i think i mean hopefully anytime we get together as a as, as we can try and you know quite often we have a, you know oldies come back for things like iccas to support the group and anytime we get together we are very obnoxiously burst into song of, of all of our old favorites but but yeah no it definitely there you know that i mean it's, it's a bit of a sad thing to think about but de- yeah absolutely will be people who you can hear the voices of you know, kind of gelling together on the on the EP, who, who probably are will never sing with again. Bad thought. Yeah. Well, one of the less sad things that came out of this process was a music video that you guys produced and released. Can you talk a little bit about that? So that was from. So that's actually from this year. So a different group of singers. I mean, if you're a really keen listener out there, see if you can spot the difference. But that was for Best of the Southwest. So that's a competition that happens in the UK or in the southwest of the UK, where groups from Bath, Bristol, Exeter, etc., kind of come together. And it's not a competition. It's sorry, it's a showcase. So each group just sings one song. It's kind of like a big social where all the groups kind of hang out afterwards. And we sung Runaway. It's a mashup of Runaway by. Aurora, Runaway Baby by Bruno Mars and Runaway You and I by Galantis, kind of all mixed together. And the same man who did 
who mixed our EP, also recorded and mixed the song. And very unfortunately, we were meant to have pyrotechnics go off halfway through the live set, but and the the cameraman was standing too close to the pyros, which meant that it was dangerous to set them off. So see if you can spot where the pyros <laughs> were meant to go. But as as a group, it was it was a really tough ask because we'd just done the ICCAs and suddenly we're like okay we've got a week and a half we want to learn something new so I arranged this kind of mashup and pushed the group arguably too hard but you know to having learned choreo and the arrangement of Runaway but now to have the music video of that and to have it released and out there is is so lovely. That's awesome and for those folks who are interested in checking it out, where can they see this music video? So they can find that on our YouTube and also on our Facebook or Instagram at Extra Illuminations. But the YouTube is probably where you're going to get the best best quality of video, I think, the full, oh, the full package. Absolutely. Well, you guys should definitely check that out. Switching gears a little bit, most recently, at least in terms of the time that we're talking, you guys just got back from Fringe. And it sounds like it was like a hugely successful thing for you. Can you chat a little bit about what your Fringe experience was like? So, yeah, we did we did six shows at 4.25 till about 5.20 every day. So you have like an hour time slot. It's very quick. You have about five minutes before and five minutes afterwards to get the audience in and out and get yourself set up. But it's a great experience. So we did a show called The 11th Hour, and it was all about decisions. So we took, we're the 11th generation of the group. We sang 11 songs, and then the audience got to pick their favorite by a very effective clapper meter, let's say. And yeah, it went really, really well. We, we actually won Best Acapella at the Fringe, which was a fantastic award. Very honored to have won it. We were quite shocked. We actually thought that we'd gone over, because if you if you if you go past your time slot, they kind of kick you out. So after our penultimate song, two two men walked in through the door wearing like lanyards and space passes. So we thought that they were being like, guys, you've gone past. Yeah. Really I, I was just about to introduce our our final song, our kind of our encore. And I, so I was very confused as to what was going on. I think if you did the picture that was taken up, my face is an absolute picture. I have no idea what's going on. And then suddenly we get presented with this. Very lovely award by the Derek Awards, which is this kind of in- reviewing house at Fringe. That's awesome. So do you think that, you know, is was it an experience for you that will afford you the opportunity to do more recording? Given, you know, you said your last Fringe was fairly successful and gave you this opportunity. Potentially, obviously. So Fringe is always, uh, last year's Fringe was a very different kind of ball game because mm. there were, because of COVID, not many shows managed to make it up, but there were still lots of audience members. Whereas this year was a bit more, business as usual and you know Edinburgh Fringe there's something like a thousand shows a day or something ridiculous like that so it's so a last year was it was a bit of an anomaly and it because there weren't as many shows we did very well much better than we'd expected to do so that kind of gave us a more financial freedom to do with what we wanted to do this year but yeah it's it's maybe hopefully it, next year we'll be able to do some recording because I think we've left the uh, left the group in a better state than we found it. So that's always always a good thing that we, we kind of allow the group to to do stuff in the future. So yeah, watch this space. Yeah, I love it. You know, you had referred to a little bit earlier the fact that as a scholastic group that you have turnover. And one of the things that happens as part of that is auditioning. And as the beginning of the school year, you, uh, I mean, auditions is a thing that tends to happen. So I wonder where you all are in that process. So audition week is it's very fun. It's very full on for the committee as they have to sit through probably about 20 to 25 auditions for five days. And obviously you do get the diamonds, but there's a, a, a little bit of rough. So you, 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 it's, it's, it, but it's really good fun and pretty, pretty relaxed. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, 
we're just there'll be four four or so people sat on a uh, a panel there'll be a friendly face outside and hopefully you know it's not too scary i think the audition week is the week commencing the 13th uh, September. No, later than that related than that because that's okay. so we normally we normally basically how how in in the uk university you have a week before it's probably the same in america you have a week before lessons start and kind of freshly where we get to know everything so in that week we'll obviously be doing stuff to promote our auditions and promote the group and then the week after which i think will probably be 19th 20th yeah 21st the week beginning of 21st or something like that will be when they start the auditions but obviously both me and mac have now have now graduated so while we'll be we'll be coming back to exeter to to provide support and kind of help them through those first couple of couple of weeks well for those you know that that first week of auditions it's kind of a we've passed the baton over now to next year so as as someone or someones who have moved on, what, what advice would you give to folks who want to audition? How, how would you encourage them or, or provide ideas or suggestions for the ways that they can audition to make themselves the most palatable for you all? I would say the biggest thing is choose a song that you love because obviously the group, you know, its main focus is on having good voices, but we do perform. So it's nice to see someone who can perform. And I think if you love what you're singing, then first of all, the way you sound, but also the way you sing it will be vastly improved. So I would just recommend singing something that you love, that you know really well, and that you mm. can really bring out your true character in. Yeah, sing something that suits your voice. I mean, within the group, we have lots of different, you know, we're all good singers and when we come together, but we everyone has different styles. You know, mine and Max's voices are very different, and you can hear that on the EP with the different songs that we sing in that. And, and we have people who come every year. We normally have a couple of people who come from a more classical background or a, a more musical theatre background or have a rock and pop background. So sing something that, you know, play to your strengths and sing, and sing something that really shows you off. I think with it, that's the same with any audition, really. Yeah, for sure. You know, I wonder, as we are wrapping up our time together, you know, you mentioned that you have moved on from the group and you'll be back, obviously, for various things. But I wonder in, you know, fast forward two, three, five years, like, what would you like to see the group doing or how would you like to have seen them grow? I mean, the dream would be to have seen to have seen the group win the ICTAs. The, well, certainly that win the UK UK finals of the ICTAs. That would be an incredible, an incredible thing to of uh, for the group to achieve. And I don't think it's that that far off. To be honest, I think we're we're getting better every year. And so I, I like to think that in the next five years, then that that definitely could be a possibility. And me and Mac will be cheering them on, getting our plane tickets to New York for the finals. I I think I would just love to see the group to have the same like vibe and kindness that we experienced. Competition is a massive thing, and obviously, if we win the the UK finals, I would be over the moon. But not only did acapella teach me a lot musically throughout uni, but it also did round me as a person a lot more. Nice. So I would just love for the people joining to have the same experiences that we were lucky enough to have. And, so now I and, seem like I'm just focused on like being successful. That's the producer MD divide, Ollie. <laughs> I mean, I think both are admirable goals, right? Yeah. Well, Ollie and Mac, thank you both so much for your time today. And thank you for sharing this EP for folks who may want to purchase said AP, where can they go? They can find it on all streaming platforms and if they wanna if they wanna buy it, they can find it on the iTunes store. But yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all of the all the places you get music. Excellent. Well as we say goodbye and good luck to the Illuminations. We're gonna be hearing one more song from their EP. We'll be hearing Thinking About You. And I hope that you continue to think about us. Thanks so much. This is Rachel for the Pulse.
Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.